Davison, an executive in residence at the Selinger School of Business and Management at Loyola University, Maryland. And it's my privilege to facilitate this conversation between Rizwan Mamoudi of Wells Fargo and Jose Trinidad Lopez Comacho, one of our students here at Loyola. And uh, we're going to be talking about banking today. And uh, the purpose of this series that we've been recording as a sit down with Selinger uh, is really designed to give students the opportunity to hear what successful people in business are saying about what they should be doing in their careers, how they should be preparing themselves, and what's going on in certain industries that might be of interest to them. So with that, uh, Rizwan, thank you very much for joining us today. Would you mind giving us a little bit of an introduction to yourself and some of the things that uh, you do in your role with Wells Fargo? Sure. Uh, thank you for having me, uh, and uh, great to meet you, Jose. Um, so my name is Rizwan Mamoudi, as Dave said. Uh, I have been, uh, I'm currently working for Wells Fargo uh, in their structured finance department, uh, and I lead a team of developers, um, uh, some that are in states across different locations, uh, as well as work with a team that's out in India that supports our operations. Um, over my career, uh, which I guess started back in 2005, so almost 16 years now, uh, I started off at Chevy Chase Bank, which is now Capital One, um, as a teller, um, and then kind of grew out of that and moved on to, as, as I was doing that job when, as, um, during my college years. Um, and once I graduated, there was uh, kind of a plethora of opportunities of uh, which direction I wanted to go in within banking. Um, so Wells was the choice that I made, and I'm you know, very happy with that choice because over the last um, 15 years, uh, I joined Wells in 2006. Over the last 15 years, I've had various different opportunities um, to play in different roles and uh, uh, different projects, uh, as well as different products um, that have really helped me grow as a, as a team member, as a leader, and um, given me a wide, a wide variety of different um, uh, options for the future. That's great, Rizwan. And, and if I could just ask, uh, for those of us who may not be clear with what that is, when you say you're in, in the area of structured finance, what, what exactly does that entail? Uh, so structured finance, um, most people can relate to, uh, obviously, their homes that they live in, right? So all of us go to a bank to get a mortgage for our house. Um, at some point, uh, the way the, the, the general framework works is the, the banks then sell these uh, mortgages off to investors. And uh, these mortgages are packaged into a security. Uh, so a more, our, our residential mortgage-backed security, or same thing in the commercial space, the commercial mortgage-backed security, um, and so they're structured into a, a product which is then sold to investors and then there's a series of, um, you know, uh, more senior notes or junior notes that the investors that are taking more risk or less risk um, by uh, different positions in that deal. Wonderful. That sounds like a, uh, a lot of responsibility. I mean, you're basically uh, um, basically kind of dealing with what, you know, what, what people have put their, you know, kind of lock, stock and barrel in, right? Until yeah, home. and there's various different roles in even, and this is a niche within the larger field of um, banking, right? So uh, even within this niche, there's various different roles. So there's the front end role of kind of creating the, uh, or the absolute front end of selling the mortgages to the, the buyer, the homeowner, right? And then there's the front end also of the deal, um, kind of structuring the deal and putting the deal together and finding the investors. Um, so my role and where I've been in my career is kind of more after the closing date, uh, where things then get passed on to, from uh, the investors and and uh, the the issuer kind of 
uh, and the underwriter kind of come together and everyone's agreed on uh, different structures and positions within the deal. And once they've sold it off, then uh, it comes to our side of the world where corporate trust services as one of the players that steps in to play trustee services on these deals for the life of the deal. Um, so corporate trust is the division of Wells Fargo that I'm in, I'm in uh, currently and have been for the last 15 years. Oh, that's fascinating. Thank you very much for that background. And uh, sounds like you're doing a tremendous job. Certainly, it uh, sounds like there's a, a lot of uh, responsibility, but also a lot of interesting challenges that you we, we have, a to have to hopefully explore. So, uh, Jose, would you mind uh, introducing yourself and then uh, taking over the show? I'll, I'll try to stay in the background as much as I can. So, um, thank you, Professor Levin, and great meeting you, Juan. Um, like I said, my name is Jose Lopez. I'm a senior here at Loyola, and um, I will be graduating this <clears throat> spring 2021. Um, I've been in the banking industry for about a year and a half, and um, I also started as a teller. Nice. And um, I will be joining um, MNT um, this upcoming summer. Um, <clears throat> this one, um, it sounds like you have more of a uh, technical role within the banking um, industry. Mm -hmm. um, why should students consider a career in, in banking? You know, I, I think banking has a wide range um, of, of careers that you can really go into. So as you mentioned, and as I started my career, we started off as tellers, right? So teller is something that everyone can relate to. Most of us at some point have walked into a bank and dealt with the teller. Um, but then there's there's a lot of different roles that within banking that have, people have never even heard of, right? So uh, banking is like, it's fairly wide and it really, you can carve out a role in any sector of banking that you want to. Um, I mean, even if you think, take a small example, something as simple, as simple as a supermarket, right? You walk into a supermarket. Now, how does a supermarket interact with a bank? Like er everything you we do or, or touch or uh, somehow touches banking in a way, right? It's, it's the fabric of society. Right. So when you go into, for example, a supermarket, you give cash to the cashier when you're checking out, they have to take that back. And there's um, cash uh, deposit services where, you know, you, you bring security trucks and things like that, armored cars. Um, but there, there's the credit card services. There's financing of that building that you're in. There's like a whole commercial real estate leasing aspect to it. Um, so the, every, when you look at it, everything that we um, are somehow involved with has some aspect of banking behind it. Usually there's some aspect of financing and financing is banking, right? So whether it's cars that we're buying or leasing or or houses or really anything, credit cards, et cetera, right? So um, even within Wells, like, I mean, just the, the high level divisions, obviously you've got like uh, credit card services, you've got, you know, your traditional banking, you've got uh, brokerage services, you, you've got um, lending services. There, there, so there's various ways that you can grow your career into, and all of those are under the umbrella of banking. Um, now, some are much more technical. So even within banking, you can go to like the IT side of banking, or within banking, you could be a very like the financial advisor side of banking, right? So you could, it, it it's it's a world that has everything within it. I would say maybe not a doctor, right? I, I can't see if a doctor can somehow fit in in, in the world of a bank, but maybe uh, maybe the CEO needs a personal doctor. Um, but um, I, I really, uh, you know, the the from top to bottom, I feel like there's various different careers, like even administrative assistants or 
um, sales jobs or, or um, business development jobs, um, you know, you're obviously a teller or um, uh, call center jobs or IT jobs and everything in the middle, right? So you can go from very front end to very technical back end. Um, and, uh, and some of the more uh, senior or uh, well-paying jobs are kind of a combination of the both or a combination of both, right? So if you know the technical side and you know the business side, then you can really make things happen. And that's where we're seeing in society today um, where a lot of like the fintech companies are coming up, right? So uh, I, I really think just banking is wide and open and has a lot of career options and is a great industry for someone to go into. Jose? Well, <clears throat> it sounds like the banking industry, you know, has a lot of changes happening. So um, kind of going based on that, how should students um, interested in banking begin to prepare themselves for a future environment or technological changes? Yeah, I, I would say, um, I mean, certainly, like I said, banking is a world of its own. So it would be good to explore which part of that world you want to go into, right? So um, even like when I was coming out of college, um, like I remember the two very last offers that I was kind of had in my mind was one that the corporate trust structured products uh, offer that I took. And the other one was kind of on the, um, uh, 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 with it was with Morgan Stanley, I believe, uh, on the, uh, oh my God, like um, international uh, Forex trading, uh, foreign exchange. exchange so yeah. so the, they had a foreign exchange desk in Baltimore um, and it was, it was uh, something related to supporting that desk. So uh, it, like I said, it's those two jobs, even in itself, even though they're within the same industry are completely different from each other. And if I was where I, you know, 15 years in that career, I would be in a very different place. Um, nothing wrong with it, but it's just a very, it would have been a very different job than what I'm doing today. Right. So um, I think it's important for, um, for anyone that's considering a, a, a career in banking to really explore um, the different options that are out there with banking. Um, I remember one thing that did help me was um, some of the advanced finance classes that I took in my senior year. They really exposed me to different sectors and they, they didn't really go in depth too much, but it was just even a chapter or two uh, in, of, of different, um, just kind of an exposure into a different field kind of highlighted, okay, I didn't know this existed. <laughs> it's good to know, right? Um, so, and once you know and something piques your interest, then you can kind of reach out to someone in that industry. And I mean, now, especially with LinkedIn, it's so easy to find someone and you can ping someone and say, hey, whether it's, you know, through the Loyola network um, of, of alumni that are out there um, or through just personal networking, it's, it's really easy to connect with people today um, and really find out more, right? So like the conversation that we're having, um, similarly, I've had conversations with, um, with others just over lunch or over coffee, like, hey, can you tell me about what you do, right? I'm interested, even within Wells Fargo, um, you know, team members that may be in other groups and are interested in working on my team, for example, may reach out and say like, hey, could you tell me more about the job, right? So uh, I think I've, in my career and similarly, when I've reached out to someone else and I've asked like, hey, I'm interested in, you know, maybe this opportunity or just this industry, or can you just help me more? Uh, and maybe it's not necessarily sh uh, switching my job, but just more for my knowledge. Um, and I found generally whenever you ask someone, people usually don't say no. 
Um, people are more than happy to sit down for a coffee or sit down over lunch or, or just spend some time on a phone call um, and answer some questions. Um, I think mentorship is another great one. Um, I, uh, within Wells, for example, they had a mentee mentor program um, and they encourage that. And I'm sure at M&T and many other big bank, big banks or any, any uh, most companies encourage that, those sort of um, programs for development and growth. Um, and I, I had a mentor um, that was uh, out in Minneapolis in, in, in Wells. And we used to just have a phone call one, once a month for 30 minutes or so. Um, and he was much more senior than I was. So I would just kind of pick his brain on different things. At that time, I was new into leadership of leading, uh, leading teams. So I would just pick his brain of like, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? And he had a very softer way of how he would approach things and certain ways that he would uh, sometimes phrase even uh, something in an email would very much change how it comes off, right? So I think it's continuously learning, exposing yourself um, to options that may be out there. Um, and I think that would that would definitely serve someone well that's uh, potentially thinking about going into uh, whether it's banking or really any other field. Thank you so much. Um, that is all the questions I have. Actually, if I could ask sort of a follow up on that. Thank thank you, Jose. Um, you know, I know we've we've had some conversations, Rizwan, about uh, some of the skills that students should be cultivating and. I know we we can we talk about some of the general skills like communication skills and critical thinking skills and team building skills and those kinds of things. Um, but you and I have also had you know occasion where we've talked about things like data analytical skills and things like that. Um, you know, given that banking is um, broad but also becoming certainly more technically driven in many ways, what are some of the I'll call them more technical types of skills you would advise students to think about at least beginning to develop uh, so that they can either become more attractive to the banking sector or when they start, you know, have more opportunity, hit the ground running, whatever, whatever term you want to use. What, what, any thoughts on that, please? Yeah, um, so this is something we talk about a lot, especially when we look into hiring, right? And this fits in very well for somebody that may be graduating in, in terms of skills that employers look for, right? So, um, you know, as, as we talked about, whether it's with fintechs or whether with it's, you know, big banks that are trying to get more efficient with things, um, technology is playing a role that I, I feel like technology in the past used to be like, okay, I'm going into IT, right? So then if, because I'm going in IT, I need to learn whether it's um, programming or whether it's, you know, it, it, some sort of Network uh, management language. or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I feel like technology is just becoming another language that you need to know. I'm not going to say it's the, the level of English, right? <laughs> but it's get, becoming another language that you need to know um, where if you're well versed in technology and potentially have picked up a programming language or two, right? Um, then you can go into a a, a situation, encounter a problem and say, hey, I have a very creative way of how we can solve this problem. So you're not necessarily on the technology side of the world, you're on the business side of the world, but you can still use programming, programming languages um, on the business side of the world. Like for example, um, we, we have um, uh, in our group, uh, team members who are, uh, and Excel is one of those languages, one, one of those programs that, that everyone uses, but it wasn't really till I got in finance and I would say even after 16, 15 years of being at Wells, 
I would not call myself an expert at Excel. There's so much that you can do with Excel and it's just an endless opportunities. And every time you find a new formula, it's like, wow, I, I didn't know I could do that. Um, you know, um, so they're, they're like getting, uh, getting into um, uh, VBA coding or SQL or picking up different languages, um, uh, whether it be Python or C or C plus or, you know, pick your favorite language that, uh, you know, um, that you like most or it draws your attention most. You really don't have to become an expert at it. Um, but if you could get well-versed in it to a point where you could solve a problem, right? Um, if you could solve a problem and, then, and know enough about it to then continue learning, right? So I will be the first to say that there's many times where I've encountered an issue and I Google it, right? There's, there's no harm in that. There, I mean, there, it's like an encyclopedia at your fingertips, right? So, but as long as you know what to look for, Right, so then you can start looking for things, um, and you'll find that there's a huge community out there on various networks that are like, "Hey, I've encountered this, this whether it be Reddit or any other, uh, you know, um, things that may be out there where they're like, yeah, I, I encountered this situation. Here's I solved it. Here's the keywords that I used, etc." Um, but it's really in that drive for what automation uh, and improvement and efficiency. You're gonna need to use some sort of technical skills. To get ahead, right? So uh, I would strongly encourage um, folks to um, pick up a language or two um, that 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 um, kind of speaks to you. And once you pick one up, really, it's very easy to go from one to the other because then you it's it's less of uh, it's it's more about just learning the differences and nuances and the keywords from one language to the next. But you've got the uh, the mindset down, right? So um, and when when we when we really look into someone that is, for example, coming in with some sort of uh, a programming language that they know, like an ideal candidate that sometimes I see is like, for example, a person that has a finance background and maybe have might have a minor in computer science or may do some sort of like, hey, I built a website on my free time just because I wanted to do something, right? Or um, I built a program uh, with something just because uh, I was trying to solve a problem. And, and maybe this was part of my, uh, one of my um, college courses or my, my senior projects or whatnot. But it's really, that, that really opens up your mindset of, okay, if, if, if your program doesn't work, for example, like you have to uh, problem solve of what's not working. You have to debug back into it, right? And, and find that code that's broken and find a way to solve it. So um, it, it really shows when someone has done that, that they have the problem solving skills, um, that they are creative and creating solutions, um, that they can potentially work on their own, they can be independent, right? And obviously they're technical, right? So all of those kind of, you start to check those boxes automatically as once you pick up some of those skills. Um, so I, I would say, uh, I, I personally see that as something that everyone should hone as a skill on the side. And I would say regardless of whether you're in banking or really any other um, industry, that's just where things are going. Uh, we talked about fintechs, for example, most jobs that are gonna open up in fintech sort of companies are not gonna be your teller jobs, right? That they don't have that. They're serving, uh, uh, they're, 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 they're kind of technology first, finance second, right? So, um, so for those sort of firms, for example, for anyone in the future that wants to go in those firms, it, it'll be important or it will give you a leg up if you have um, uh, some of that background. And, and I don't think it's something that has to be done in class. Uh, I think 
you can easily pick that up on the side. Uh, you can build a database and and uh, for fun rather than doing it only for a, a class project, right? So um, like sometimes we we try to give just uh, creative examples to to team members and, or potential candidates in an interview. Um, and sometimes we'll say like, okay, assume we're a nonprofit, right? And we get donations come in at random times. I want to know the fifth time that Dave donated something. How would you solve that for us? And what what language or platform would you do that in, right? So it's technically a finance solution, right? I'm trying to find a fifth time that a, a customer or a donor, you know, made a transaction, but I may need to use technology to get there. Right. Mm -hmm. And if I have someone that just comes in with the business skills and no technological skills, they may say, well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just going to count down the row of Excels and find the fifth time that Dave's name is there. But that might not be the most efficient way if you want to do that hundreds of times. Yeah, that's fascinating. Thank you, Rizwan. Uh, 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 Jose, any uh, final words you want to make? I'll, I'll certainly <coughs> be interested in getting any final advice from uh, Rizwan. But any final comments you want to make as we sort of wrap this up? Um, no, I think um, it's all for me. Okay, great. Thank you. Rizwan, any final words of wisdom or otherwise? Uh, um, it's always wisdom, but, but uh, that you I don't know of, uh, final words of wisdom, but um, <laughs> I, I, I will just add, um, you know, we, we spoke a lot on the, on, on the job side, right? Um, uh, <coughs> there, excuse me, have a dry throat. Um, there is the, the, how does this impact or how does this better society side of the world as well in banking, right? So um, something that comes in the, in the banking world is also just, uh, you know, it, it teaches, it, it makes you appreciate more of the things, the basics of finance, right? So if you go at the more granular level, level um, so there, there's a lot of like opportunities um, and you don't necessarily have to be in the banking world to do this, but the, these are things that we've uh, certainly done. Uh, as volunteer events through Wells Fargo, we'll, we'll partner with like um, uh, JA in a day, right? J uh, Junior Association. And they have like um, banking days where you'll kind of do financial literacy. You'll go into schools and teach them about finance and, and whatnot. Um, I think it, 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 it also kind of, you get thrown into things which you should have maybe got taught in high school or, or sorry, Dave, at some point in college about the basics of personal finance, right? So um, that that at some point, like hopefully these things kind of make it into the basic curriculum of a high school one day. But I think when you get, when you come into the banking world, it's just kind of in front of your face. So you, you whether it's budgeting or, 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 or um, saving for retirement or things like that, um, it, it gets thrown in your face and it's really, um, I would say somewhat rewarding in a way when you're able to go um, teach it to others and volunteer in different capacities, whether it be through nonprofits or through schools or whatnot, and help uh, help others get that early step up in, in the financial literacy world. Um, so I, I think there's, there's a lot that can be done, um, uh, certainly for advancing financial literacy um, uh, further in the future, but what little impact that can be made is there, there is certainly uh, opportunities through volunteering, uh, through many events that are out there, um, especially in the banking world, um, to help out with that. Well, that's wonderful. You know, you, you said earlier in our conversation about how banking is sort of core to the fabric of what we do, right? I mean, it's, you know, it's, uh, it, it's hard to imagine all that we do without a banking system under my, underlying that, right? 
And uh, I think that's another aspect of what banks do. You know, they are part of the community and um, yeah, they benefit from the community, but they also give back to the community in many, many ways. And I think that's one of the things that uh, hopefully our students will take away from this, this message, you know, this uh, interview that there is really a tremendous opportunity to, to do what's the, what's the phrase? I think we all do well by doing good, I think is, uh, is kind of the way it's expressed. So, so this has been great. So, uh, Jose and Rizwan, I want to thank you very much for giving us your time, giving us your thoughts, uh, kind of helping us better understand this industry and some of the opportunities that lie in this industry. So I wish you guys a, a great evening. And uh, again, thank you very much for, for participating in this. Thank you thank very you much. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Well, thank you.